Welcome to week 10 of the Bluegrass Basketball Podcast. Kind of hard to believe that we've been doing it for 10 weeks. Uh, this week is going to be audio only again. As you can tell, I've got a bit of a cold and didn't really want to share the love with my buddy John. And uh, He and I are going to do our thing regardless of how it's delivered to you. And um, we kind of want to apologize for last week because we were a day late putting out our podcast. But we did record it on that Sunday evening. But the people that we use to record our podcast and share it um, didn't process it until Monday night around 9 o'clock. So uh wasn't very happy, but, but they did finally deliver. Um, so my apologies if, one, I'm even harder to understand than usual, but um, two, uh, apologizing for not being video again today. But, you know, everybody's health is a little bit more important. Um, we have a lot to talk about, so I'll go ahead and let John get started. We have 46 teams as of right now when we're recording this. There are only 46 teams left playing basketball in the state of Kentucky, which is ridiculous and crazy to think about. Um, This season has flown by, at least for me. I don't know about you, but it's flown by for me. So. Um, I think it went faster for me because we've been so involved this year. You know, after the podcast started, it was almost like, Man, I've got so much to talk about, and it's just like it sped everything yeah. up for me. Yeah, I think sometimes you kind of get into that, but um, either way, you know, we're this is like I, I said earlier in one of the podcasts that, um, in my opinion, the two best uh, days during the tournament are the opening round of district and the semifinals of the region. Mm-hmm. So we we do have some semifinal games tomorrow. We have some championship games tomorrow. Um, you know, some some teams will be. The, do their champ, some regions do their championship on Monday, some of them on Tuesday. So, um, but you know, I just figured we'll go and we'll go with what we got so far. I'll start out west in the first region, and um, you know, we had a little bit of an upset. Marshall County beat Paducah Tillman, you know, in the first round. I said last week, you know, that was a thing that maybe you know I could see happening, and it you know it happened. So, um, you know, tomorrow night they play their regional championship, uh, regional tournament games at Murray State University. Mm-hmm. So you've got Mayfield versus McCracken County and Graves County versus Marshall County. So, you know, that's just – that Mayfield-McCracken, that's just – I think that's going to be an outstanding game. You know, Mayfield, they won the All-A first region. Mm-hmm. McCrack- McCracken's been, you know, up towards the top of that region all year along with Graves and Tillman and Marshall, you know. So, I mean, you've got you've got two really good games and four really good teams left. Um to, to duke it out there in the first region should be outstanding tournament. Um, it's interesting to me how some regions do it. Like I said, you do have semifinal games and final games. I've I've been on both ends of it where you play your semifinal game on a Saturday and then you get that day, Sunday, you know, to practice and prepare for your championship on Monday. Mm. But in the first region, which a lot of other regions do this too, you play your semifinals on Monday and then you turn around and you play your finals on Tuesday. So the, Preparation time, you know, isn't, um, you know, quite the same, you know, and, and I, I don't think there's that big of a deal. I think it's state tournament, unless you draw, you know, a Wednesday game, there is no break in between games. So kids, kids right. have to be ready to go and, and, and things like that. So, mm-hmm. um, but in, but in the first region, you know, whoever comes out of that, you know, is going to have a chance to make it, make a name for themselves in the state tournament. There's, that's how it is out this direction, too, Monday, Tuesday. Um, yeah, well, that's how we do it in the 10th region. and But in the 11th region, they do Saturday, Monday. So mm-hmm. um, I've been on both sides of it. Um, 
But in the first region, you know, one of those teams is going to come out, going to be very deserving. Um, Marshall County and Tillman, obviously, you know, that was an upset in, in a lot of people's eyes that Marshall County beat Tillman. Mm. But it wasn't anything like crazy, crazy, you know, two teams that have, you know, been had good years. So, yeah. Um, but moving on to the second region, we have a championship game tomorrow, which no shock to anybody. Um, but I'm going to throw out a stat for you. This is the 18th year in a row that somebody from the 8th district, which is that Hopkinsville University Heights Christian County district, will represent the second region in the state tournament. 18 years in a row, the same district has won that region. Think about That's that. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. So Christian County, University Heights, round four. They, you know, uh, Christian County beat them twice in the regular season. Heights beat them in the district championship. Um, you know, neither team was really challenged too much to get there to the finals. I think Henderson County gave Christian County a game a little bit there, you know, maybe early on, but Christian pulled mm-hmm. away. And Heights, you know, dealt with Union County with pretty much with ease, you know, there in their semifinal game. Um, so that, that game split Henderson County, second region championships at Henderson County. So, you know, you just, you look at that and you're just like, man, <laughs> you got, Chris Canyon Heights, you know, you just throw the records out the window. You're going to have two great players, Victorian Ware and Kiki Tandy, just going at it, you know. Yeah, both of them are on a mission, season, I think. So. Yeah, so it's it should be it should be you know, I'd say three minutes left in the game, and it's probably going to be a one possession game either way. Um, I don't foresee a blowout. None of the games that they played this year have been blowouts, so. I don't think you're going to see any kind of uh, blowout in a situation like that. But it, mm-hmm. it, it's interesting to me, you know, big, you know, you hear the old cliche, big time players make big time plays in big games. So who's going to be, who's going to, who's going to be able to, to leave their mark on the second region tournament this year? Is it going to be Kiki and Heights, you know, all A school, class or A Dorian. Or, or is it going to be Dorian Ware and Christian? And, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, you know, Christian County, Dorian, as a sophomore, he played in the state tournament, so he's got a little bit of experience with that. And some of those other guys played off the bench for um, that team that year. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just it's too close to call for me. And like I said last week, I'm not gonna make any predictions on who's gonna win um, because we're I just don't, trying I to enjoy. Right? It. Yeah, I'm just trying to get out you know information and and stuff. So, um, should be a great. That'll one. be a good one to be at. Yeah, yeah. It's, at it's at Henderson County High School. So, if any of our you know listeners that live out west or even if you live anywhere and you have a chance, 7 o'clock, Henderson County High School, which I would assume that's 7 o'clock Central Time, which would be 8 Eastern because that's a Central Time Zone. So you know, you I don't know if we, while we're talking about third region, I don't know if we got to, to mention that our friend Chris Jung has left. We um, did. We did. Did, mention, we, did we mention Yeah, we mentioned that, yeah. Well, um, I, I noticed that he tweeted, he's still tweeting about the, you know, the, that stat of the 8th district being, they're the 18th year in a row, and I just mm-hmm. appreciate his involvement still, even though he's kind of stepped out and getting a new job. I just can't say enough how much we're going to miss his coverage. Well, the and, guy that's, I think the guy that's taken over him has done a pretty good job. I, I might be I wrong. Agree. Um, I think it's Tyler Dixon or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. You've retweeted him. He's on our Twitter page, so mm-hmm. you can take him out. But he's done a pretty good job. He, he made an interesting comment a couple of weeks ago that the Torian Ware was the most talented player or had the most – 
the, the best skill set of any player he's seen. And it, it was a shame that kids in Western Kentucky don't get the exposure around the state. Right. And and I understand that. You know, it's it's we've talked about it before. It's hard to win Mr. Basketball if you're in the in, in the western part of the state. It's just it's hard to do. It doesn't happen much. Right. Um, but that's just the way it is. I, I don't know if that's – I mean, I think Detroit is an amazing player, and he has been forever. But it's hard to make a, it's hard to make a statement like that because, obviously, nobody in the state of Kentucky has seen everybody play. That's you know, true. and you know, but that just tells you, you know, they how highly people think of Detroit in, in that area. So, and obviously, mm-hmm. Kiki, Kiki's known nationally. So, um, that's going to be a knockdown drag out. Um, in the third region, they actually have their championship game on Tuesday, so they their schedule is a little bit different. Um, they don't have any – their semifinals are done. And in the third region, it's going to be a rematch. It's Apollo and Owensboro Catholic. You know, it's a rematch of the district. Um, yep. You know, we talked all year about how good that district was, but I think a lot of people looked at Owensboro and Davis County, you yep. know, as two of the top – and they didn't even make the regional tournament, and now you've got to turn around – Owensboro Catholic and Apollo. So um, Apollo is kind of one of those teams that you really didn't think about being in this position. And here they sit, you know, at 15 and 15, getting ready to play for a regional championship. And, right. you know, in their in their district tournament, um, in their district championship game, they lost to Owensboro Catholic by two in overtime. So, I mean, you just, you know, they played each other a couple times this year, and, you know, they they actually lost to them in overtime by two points early in the season, um, and then the other time, Catholic got them pretty good. So Catholic's beaten them three times, so it's never easy to beat somebody four times in a year, in a calendar year. You know, it's just not right. um, easy. So I think you just kind of throw the records out. It's been an unbelievable run that, that Apollo's been on to get to the third region championship game. So that should be another game. The district game that ended up being a regional championship game that's going to be just you know unbelievable atmosphere and they play that one at the sports center there in Owensboro so um, it'll be packed in there you got two Owensboro based teams playing each other in a regional final so mm-hmm. it should be a good atmosphere um, and that one's on Tuesday like I said um, so if you want to check that one out that's on Tuesday um, in the fourth region you know Bowling Green and Warren Central are still alive they got semifinal games tomorrow. They play theirs over at WKU, obviously, and it's funny because you look at it and the teams that are left in the first game, you've got Bowling Green and Todd County Central, which if you tell me that Todd County, if there's anybody in the state other than the people in Todd County that thought Todd County would be in the semifinals of the state tournament or of the regional tournament, I'm sorry, you're a liar. I don't care what you say. You're a liar. You're a liar. You're a liar. You're a liar. Anyway. They did win their district. They played well down the stretch. They got their record in 19 and 12. They were kind of teetering around 500 a little bit there for a while, but they, they went on a little run late in the season. So they're going to play Bowling Green in the first um, matchup. But it's awesome that they're there. It it's great. Close. You know, it Todd County of... Central hasn't really been too relevant since the Mike Wells days. And people probably right. don't know who Mike Wells is. Mike Wells played at Todd County Central um, back in the late 90s. He went to Western Kentucky. He was Sun Belt Player of the Year. Um, and he got Todd County, I think, to the semifinals of the regional tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been a long time since they've been really, you know, competitive at this level. It looks like they um, had a close game with Monroe County because they, they only did. won by two. They, they won by two. They beat Monroe by two in that first round. Um, so they're, you know, at this time, they got nothing to lose. Obviously, everybody's going to be picking against them. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good, you know, as a coach, that's something you use to motivate your guys to get them ready to go. Um, They've had an outstanding year. They, they, they went, think about this. They can get to 20 wins. They can get to a regional championship. And 
you know, trying to put that school, you know, on the map. So, mm-hmm. um, and then the other semifinal, you've got Warren Central and Russell County. Now, Russell County, I talked about them a little bit, um, that they had gotten a good draw because they drew Franklin Simpson in the first round um, of the of the region. Russell mm-hmm. County got a first first year head coach Billy Carson, who I've known for a long time. He was an assistant for years for um, Coach Sizemore at North Laurel, so he's got some experience playing in state coaching the state tournament as an assistant. Um, but they're 13 and 20, and they're in the semifinals of the regional tournament. So I don't think you can say enough about the job Coach Carson's done down there. He won a district championship. Um, he got into the semifinals of the regional tournament, and they're going to play. You know, they're going to play Warren Central, obviously. So um, I think the easy money would be to say Warren Central. You know, round four in the regional championship game. Yeah. But you know, it's a good story. I, I mean, Todd County Central and Russell County, you know, are going. They have great community support at both of those schools. They're going to come out. They're going to be loud. They're going to support their team, and they got nothing to lose. So you I know, think it would uh, shock I mean, the world totally too to have somebody other than Bowling Central come out of that region. Oh my gosh! I mean, we talk about how the eighth district owns the second. You know, that district owns the fourth. I mean, I've seen a couple years, I think a couple years ago, you know, like Greenwood made it once, but they're in that district, you know, and like right. Warren, East, Warren East is knocking on the door, but they, you know, you don't see, you don't see a lot of teams from other districts in that state and that region come out to state tournament. So, you know, I, obviously we've talked about it since the first week of the podcast, Bowling Green, Warren Central, Bowling Green, Warren Central. Um, yep. So, you know, I, that's what I would expect, but at the same time, you know, don't, don't be surprised. <laughs> If, uh, you know, something They're kids, and in the postseason, they can do anything. Hey, I tell people all the time that ask me about it, I'm like, look, you know, I, how do you feel about the game, Coach? How do you feel? I'm like, I feel fine. I don't get to take any jump shots. I don't get to make any passes, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I'm depending on 15 to 18-year-old kids. So you never know what's going to happen with that. So, um, But that should be, you know, fourth region, another good one. Now in the fifth, um, we've got semifinals coming up um, on Monday. Their, their tournament's at Marion County High School, which is a pretty neat little venue. It's a dome-type gym. It's pretty neat. Right. Um, coached a couple games there before. It's pretty cool. Um, so you've got, in the first game, you've got Campbellsville versus John Harden. And then in the in the bottom part, you've got LaRue County versus Dare. Um, I think John Harden all year has been a class of that region. Uh, I don't think they're going to have any trouble with Campbellsville. I could be wrong. But, I mean, they've been on a mission since day one. You know, Mickey Pearson, and we've mm-hmm. talked about him a ton. You know, those guys, are they're a senior-laden group. They played some tough games this year. They've gone on the road. They've played against tough competition. They've done everything that If it's can. ever been John Harden's year, it's this year. Yeah. So, but, like, you know, we've also talked about LaRue County because, uh-huh. you know, they've had an unbelievable year. They've only got two losses. Uh-huh. Um, but, but you know, I think that matchup, we talked about this a couple weeks ago when LaRue County and Adair County played in the regular season that, you know, Adair County, they have Zion. Now, the yeah. first time they played, they played at LaRue, and LaRue got out to like a huge, like, 27, 28-point lead. And then late in the third, fourth quarter, I'm sorry, late in the fourth quarter, Adair had cut it to four because Zion just went crazy. Right. So, um you know, but LaRue ended up being able to stretch it out. I think they went by like 12, 13 points. So I, I look at that as like this is a chance. You know, Adair County, obviously, they don't – they have a, a decent supporting cast, but everybody knows they go as Zion goes. Zion has won a regional championship. He's won a state championship. He's played in a ton of big games. He's made big mm-hmm. plays. You know, so if he can get hot, it's, this is one of those things, one of those one-game deals. You know, the, the game season's on the line. 
You know, so yep. he, he's going to bring his best. I think I want to see LaRue and John Harden play, and I think most people do because that's yeah. the matchup we've been waiting for all year. Match, I guess. Um, but uh, hopefully, you know, I, I expect John Harden Campbellsville to be decent for a while, but I think John Harden will end up winning that one. But uh-huh. LaRue and Dare County could go either way. So should be to, you know, a good matchup there, the, the nightcap in the fifth region. Like I said, that's at Marion County High School, and they play and- tomorrow. And Zion is just the type of player to turn it on at this time of year, too. So, Yeah, no doubt. So, you know, should be too good. To the sixth region, um, they've already played their semifinals. They're taking Monday off, and they're playing um, their championship game on Tuesday. And it's at mm-hmm. Valley, which is the side of the um, LIT and all that. And, it's and Fern, Fern Creek. Creek is still off, yep. Burn Creek and Jefferson Town, which is a district rematch. So, you know, uh, Jefferson Town, they, they got by PRP in the semifinals and kind of an upset. But the game I want to talk about, Fern Creek and Dolphs was a one possession game the whole way in the semifinals. That was just, you know, unbelievable game. You know, Dolphs, think about this, Dolphs had to beat Butler. And they beat Butler by two, and then they turn around and play Fern Creek. So, you know, it's just been you know, crazy for them. But Fern Creek, you know, this this is like it would be it would be one of the bigger in the state if J Town was to beat Fern Creek. I think it'll be competitive, but I think Fern Creek's just got too many weapons. Um but get out and see it. You know, it'll be packed over there at Valley, good atmosphere. I think we both have games. kind of have kind of thought Fern Creek was going back to the was going to the state tournament this year anyway. I, well yeah. I mean early in the year we had talked about them. You know, they they played really well early and won the King of the Bluegrass, and then they kind of hit the skids and kind of just went up and down. But you um, know what? They they persevered. They are. They're exactly where they wanted to be at the beginning of the year, playing for a regional championship and a chance to get back to Rupp Arena where they were last year. So, you know, it's a, it's good for them that they, you know, sometimes those ups and downs make it all worth it in the end. So um should be a good matchup in the sixth. But I, I look at you know, it would be a big upset if Jefferson Town was to get by um, Fern Creek. Right. And then the seventh, another heavyweight matchup. And now that championship is tomorrow, and it's at Valley. When I say tomorrow, I mean Monday. I know we probably won't put this out until Monday, but it's Monday. Um, and it's Trinity Ballard. I mean, what can you say? There's really not much you can say. It's Trinity Ballard. It's Trinity and Ballard have regularly been in our top five all season long. I mean, that's going to be one of your best games to watch, I think. It'll be a battle. Yeah, I mean – it, and we've talked about this before. On the years that people expect Trinity to win it, Ballard wins it. And on the years that people expect Ballard to win it, Trinity wins it. You know, Coach Renner, Coach Zabo, those guys have won. Both of them have won a state championship. They've made multiple appearances in the state semifinals. You know, so both of them are uber talented. they got great kids, you know, on both sides of the floor. So that'll be – just a heavyweight fight. And it's another game I expect to go down to the last four or five minutes of the game. You know, I don't think anybody's going to stretch it out, you know, by any means. Um, so they haven't played this year. So usually by this time you, you've seen them play, they've met in the KOB or the LIT or you know mm-hmm. something, but it just didn't work out this year. So um, that'll be their first matchup, and that should be a great game. And like I said, that's tomorrow night, 7 o'clock at Valley High School, I'm sorry, Monday night, March the 5th at Valley High School, because we'll put this out. So if you get a chance to make that, you know, go check it out. It's a big gym, so you should be able to get there. And it's not like the old days where they played them at Bellarmine, and if you didn't get there early, you know, that gym, it was packed, and you couldn't get in. So right. um, 
it should be a good matchup, good atmosphere, two really high-level teams playing a lot of high-level athletes, basketball players that are going to be making plays. So be a great matchup. Uh, moving on to the eighth. The eighth region, man, it was crazy, crazy stuff that's happening in the eighth region. So, you know, you look at it, and we had talked about Walton Verona all year long about – you know, even though they lost the big kid, they played great. They had, they made a you know a good run. They got to the All A finals. Right. You know, they've been playing some good basketball. They come in, they draw South Oldham, who came in as a loser, and then Old South Oldham beat them. And and on the other side, you've got Anderson County, who upset Collins in the regular season, or I'm sorry, in the district championship. So Anderson comes in as a winner. So now one of your semifinal games is Anderson County South Oldham, which both of those teams, and South Oldham's got some experience. They've been in the state tournament. They, you know, Coach Simpson does a good job. I saw something like he's like 11-1 and one in his last 12 regional tournament games, which is crazy. That's crazy numbers. Um, so one of those two teams probably didn't expect to be playing for a championship, and there they are. And on the other half, you've got Gallatin County, who's had a pretty good year again, a team that's been under the radar all year for the, in the eighth region. And they're playing Oldham County. And Oldham County, you know, they had to, to draw columns in the first round. And I think when Walton got beat on that first night, a lot of people were saying, well, the championship game is Oldham County Collins in the first round. Right. Which maybe on paper, but you don't. You throw the records out the window this time of year. Too many crazy things can happen. So two games that I think will be really competitive. I think Gallatin County is very well coached. Coach Jones has been there. He's done it for a long time. He gets the absolute most out of what he has. You don't think about Gallatin County and think, oh, man, that's a basketball powerhouse, you know? I mean, you just don't. Right. So um, it'll be it'll be two good games. And and, and the eighth region, man, like I said, semifinal night at Henry County High School and the eighth region is awesome. awesome. It's an awesome atmosphere. So if you get a chance to make it out there on Monday night, definitely, definitely check it out. It should be two good games. If I had to pick you, if I, I would look for uh, a district championship rematch between Oldham and South Oldham, though. That's my pick, but I, I've been wrong a lot, so <laughs> you never know. Um, but then we move on to the ninth, and, you know, we talked about it last week that uh, Covington Catholic and Cooper drew on the same side. So they played their semifinals, and it was actually last night, Saturday night. They play at BB&T Arena, which is where Northern Kentucky University plays. And it was just where, a four-point game. So. Yeah, and it was, but it was, it was a one-possession game throughout. Like, yeah. That's how those two teams play each other. And and um, Cupcats got the best of them. So they're on to the finals, and they're going to play Dixie Heights. And, you know, Dixie Heights, I, I'm sure that a lot of people are just going to write them off and say, well, good job, you made a nice run, but this is where it ends. But, you know, those kids don't have that. They don't have that attitude. They don't have that mentality. They've got a chance to go to the state tournament. You know, they're one of the last couple teams left. And, mm-hmm. I'm, and you know, they're going to give – they're going to give – uh, Cubcats, everything they want. So that's another one that it's a shame that we're not seeing Cooper or Cubcats, but, you know, it draws the way it draws and teams play the way they play, and it's just the way it is. So, uh-huh. you know, should be should be a good entertaining game. That was at NKU, like I said, BBT Arena, um, and it's at 7 o'clock on Monday night. And I think that I had Cooper and Cubcats in my top five one week of this, of this season. So I know. did. I had, them, I had them up there, you know. All so year, that, both of them. So, so that that eliminates one of my regular top five, and I think one of yours as well. But I think that that Cubcats will. I think we'll see them at state tournament. I'm not predicting anything, but 
you know, I love their student section too, so I just think that brings entertainment value to Rupp when they are there. So that's just me. <laughs> well, if you want to refer a team to the student section, then by all means. Well, you know, right that's, ahead. That's, that's how I operate. <laughs> right. Oh, I know. And then we get to the 10th, which obviously is the region that I coach in. Um, so I just want to say this was – I've been to the 10th region tournament before as a spectator. Um, but this obviously is the first year that I've been as a, as a coach and been involved in it. And the night, um, the second night when we had Paris and Pendleton County and Scott High and Mason County, mm-hmm. I mean, it was two games that were decided on the last play of the game. I mean, absolutely unbelievable. I don't know if there was anybody in Falmouth that night because I think all of Pendleton County came to watch Pendleton County and Paris. <laughs> I mean, it was unbelievable. Well, that's good. Um, it was. It was great. You know, um, Paris won. Um, they got they got a one point lead there um, with about eight seconds to go, and then Pendleton missed a shot, tough shot, contested shot at the end. And then the other other one, you know, Scott High beat beat Mason County. Um, they hit a jumper with about three seconds to go to to win by two, and and uh, Mason missed a half court shot. So um, it was two great games. The atmosphere was awesome. It was rocking in there. You know. Um, but you look at the 10th region, you got your semifinals tomorrow. Um, it's at Mason County. And I think, you know, obviously I coach at Clark, um, but everybody's talked about Clark County, Campbell County all year. Right. And, you know, that's the game tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Should be an unbelievable game. I mean, two teams that are just play really high-level um, basketball, two great coaches, guys that, both guys that have coached in the state tournament. You know, obviously Coach Cook coached there with Mercer and uh-huh. um, Coach Russell's taken Campbell County to the to the to the state tournament a couple times. Um, I think he's been like three to- three times in the last five or six years. So that um, you know that's going to be an awesome game. But I I think the next game, Paris and Scott. You know, Scott High got the state semifinals last year. Um, Paris won the All A state tournament last year. Two teams that that, grad, that lost a lot to graduation and probably weren't expected by by most people to to be where to they're be at. Where they're and, at here, yeah. and there they are. And and another kind of like storyline that goes along with that is that you know Paris was probably the favorite last year to win the tenth, I think, by a lot of people. And Scott High beat them in the semifinals last year and ended their season. So here they go again, meeting up in the semifinals at Mason County again. It's just like. You know, it's funny how things come back around. So it should be and – no, and those are two teams that, that just really like to get up and down the floor and make it hectic and wild. Like, I mean, it's going to be – it's going to be a track meet. Right. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching it. I hope I'm in a good mood watching it. But, you know, uh, who knows. Uh, but it's going to be th- – those two games are going to be awesome games. Um, Again, like you said, you're depending on 15- to 18-year-old kids to get it done. So. <laughs> Exactly. Um, so, you know, that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to. I'm not going to make any predictions about who goes to the finals or any of that because we got too many people that that like are waiting for me to say something ridiculous, and I'm not going to do it for you, buddy. I'm sorry. I'm sure. Happen. I'm sure people in the tenth region are just sitting and waiting for you to. Say they that. are. I know exactly the ones that are sitting and waiting. I'm not. It's not going to come out of my mouth. I'm not dumb. Like I was born at night, but it wasn't last night. So I'm not going <laughs> to give people. Like anything, like come on now, I'm not stupid. Come on, anyway, man. Come on, man. Anyway, so uh, Monday night semifinals at Mason. Then Tuesday night will be that championship game at the Fieldhouse. Great atmosphere. People should come out. 
check it out. It's great, great basketball. It'll be awesome games. I, I expect both games to go down um, to the wire. So should be two really good competitive games. And then we get now to the eleventh. To the eleventh. Yeah, the eleventh. Which um, I want to back up a little bit before we talk about the championship game. Okay. So we had Madison Central and Bryan Station play each other in the first round, and it went triple overtime. Wow. I mean, that, it was just a dogfight. Both teams had numerous opportunities to put the game away in regulation and overtime. Did you get to go, so, or were you uh, No, were I you was playing? actually uh, – we played our first-round game that night, so we mm. watched it We watched it on our phone mm. on our way on the bus back to back – to, Back to the school. It was an awesome game. It was a shame that um, somebody had to lose. Two programs that I um, really respect, obviously, Allen Feldhouse and Madison Central. You don't they have to say anything. Right. Everybody knows what they've accomplished. And, you know, um, what what Tommy Johnson has done at um, Bryan Station since he's been there, so, you know, mm-hmm. he's done a great job. What he it's did unreal. This year, it's good. He's doing a good job. And and, and he's, a, he's a really good friend of mine. I've known him my whole life. So, um it was tough to see one of those two teams have to go out. Uh, Madison right. Central ended up winning the game, and then all they had to do was turn around and play LCA, who's been one of the hotter teams in the state the last month of the season. So, and LCA got bombed, and it, 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 credit to, kudos to LCA. They were down 12 in the first half, and they just they just chipped away and chipped away and chipped away, and they got that lead and they held them off. And so, you know, LCA came out of that brutal top bracket, mm-hmm. and then Scott County just steamrolled everybody in the bottom bracket. I don't know if you saw. They were up eighty to twenty two at halftime in their first round game. Yeah, the the final four ended up being one fourteen to thirty seven. So that's just brutal. brutal. Well, I will say this, and I know people make comments about scores being lopsided and all this. You know, Coach Hicks played his J V mm-hmm. and everybody on his bench in the second half. None of his starting five played in the second half. None of them. Yeah. So, you know, we we don't teach kids to just go out there and not play hard. Like you're, gonna, right. you know, we have expectations of kids as coaches to play hard every trip, every possession. So, you know, well, you I don't, don't put you don't put your JV in and tell them to hold the ball. You know, you no, want them to be those kids, but, but but those kids don't get to play. So right. why would they not take advantage of it? Um, right. You know, and and that's just I think it does. I think it speaks more to how good Scott County is right now. I mean, right. they're playing at a high level, and then they got. I mean, they have bench players that could be starting elsewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, sure. yeah. I mean, think about it this way. So then they play Lafayette in the semifinals. And Lafayette's a good team. They've got a good program. They're a team we've talked about all year. And then yep. they, they beat them by 36. Mm-hmm. I mean, you won a semifinal game in the 11th region tournament by 36 points. Right. I mean, they're like a runaway locomotive right now. I mean, and listen. Yeah. They've been number one all year. We've talked about it. You know, they've lost. No, nobody in the state of Kentucky's beaten them. They've lost one game, and it was to an out-of-state team. Right. You know, I mean, they're the they're the cream of the crop. I have but been on the wagon all year. I mean, like I'm on the bandwagon. So we know. Um, but I'll scoot, I'll scoot over if you want if you want me to make room. No, it's okay. <laughs> I'm not going to make room for that. Um, but LCA playing good basketball. I mean, think about this. Since Christmas, LCA has lost two games, both under Lexington Catholic, close games, and then they beat Lexington Catholic in the close game in the first round of the district tournament. Nobody else has been able to. To beat them, and that includes Trinity, you know, that includes Lafayette, that includes, you know, a handful of good team, Bryan Station. You know, they, you go to Trinity and win at Trinity, you can beat Scott County. Now, Listen. I'm not saying they're going to beat Scott County, but I think it's going to be a really, okay. really, really good game. 
it will be a good game. And I am not knocking Lexington Christian anyway because they have been on my radar pretty much all season. They're a great team. But I'm going to make this statement, and if somebody will call me out for it later in the week. Before you make the statement, I want to, I want to clarify. Okay. This is my statement, you, not yours. You are making the statement, not mine, because there's people at LCA that don't I, like me. Okay. That's fine. No, this is me. And I don't and, like them either, so it's fine. But well, no, no, this you are making the statement. Okay. This is this is Kayla pulling a traditional Kayla. We'll just put it that way. Um, if – Scott County loses to Lexington Christian. The first person that calls me out about it will get a free bluegrass basketball T-shirt. So, so you're going guaranteed victory for Scott County. Well, they've just been on, they've been my number one all. I'm not all asking years. you that. I'm asking you, are you guaranteeing victory for Scott County? In my opinion, yes. Oh man, I hope. Oh God. <laughs> but listen, I'm listen, get, just I'm be quiet for a second. Listen, just listen to me for a second. Okay. Nate Valentine who is the head coach at LCA, if you're listening, Kayla said that, not me. Not yes. Jonathan Moore, not the former Dunbar assistant, that you you know who I am. Kayla Van who's made that statement. Okay, Antoine Spielman, who, who likes to talk a lot about LCA. He's a former assistant at LCA. He likes to, to talk a lot about LCA and, 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 and feed the fan of flames of people. Antoine, I didn't say that either. Okay, I, I, I'm an old fan. Somebody used to tell me. My name's Bennett, and I ain't in it. Okay, so that was Kayla. She said that was me. not me. I think it's going to be an awesome game. I think LCA has the weapons to neutralize some of the too. things that that Scott County does. So I'm not going to count them out. And you know what? They won their they won the All A State Championship at Eastern. So they're six and zero at Eastern Kentucky right now. I'm they got a better. They got more wins at EKU than EKU's men's up, basketball though. team did. Scott County's been me? my number one all season long. Yeah, I heard did you hear what I said. I heard what you said, so that's fine. But I'm just backing myself up. Scott County has been my number one for the last at least six weeks, so I've got you know I've got to have their back in this whole situation because they've been number one on my top five for weeks. So that's just me making that statement. I don't know anybody personally at LCA, and I think they're a great team, and I hope that they win because I would love to have somebody else having a bluegrass basketball shirt on their body. But I'm just saying, there you go. Now we can move along. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> moving on to the 12th region, um, you've got Southwestern and Pulaski County, and Somerset and Mercer. Um, you know, two, Southwestern upset Boyle County in the first round. Our boy Jason and Alexander, you know, his team didn't um, didn't move on. You know, kind of selfishly, I was rooting for them because I like Jason, and that's not a knock on Southwestern, but. You know, I, right. I, I like Jason too, but I like, I like that, Baby J better. He's he's a baller. Well, so. You know, I um, I like uh, you know I have nothing. It's not a knock on Southwestern, but I, I'll be the first one to you know I have a bias sometimes, and that's my bias. I was I was really hoping to see Boyle County move on um, mm-hmm. and play Pulaski, but unfortunately it didn't work out that way. So um, you've got Southwestern and Pulaski, and you got Somerset and Mercer. Um, you know, we've talked about Pulaski and Mercer County all year, and I, I would be shocked if those two teams didn't play each other in the finals. Um, so, so, two high-level teams. As full-hearted as it may have been, and I, and I don't even know if, if it's an exaggeration to say that, I kind of wanted Boyle County as well to move along, even to the state tournament, because, and here we go again, me being me, 
their student section is awesome, and they won best student section last year from Bluegrass Basketball. They got a trophy in the trophy case. So, yeah, I'm a little bitter about that. Are you? You didn't give a trophy to Dunbar the year that they won it the first year. I don't know, but that was the first year I held the contest. So. So. So should I retroactively give Dunbar a trophy? No, believe me, they don't care. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like they don't care. Boyle County cares. <laughs> they You're they right. loved it. They loved it. I love them. They're awesome. Probably one of my favorite schools as far as like school spirit goes, and they interact with us a lot. So. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there you go. I, I was hoping to see them at the state tournament because I think they would be absolutely insane there. But my gosh, yeah, it is. It is what it is. They um, had a good run. Well, you know, we talk about the the twelfth. So Pulaski Mercer would be my would be my pick for the championship. But right. you know, some Somerset and Southwestern have had good years. They're in the state, or they're in Pansy State. State. They're in the region semifinals for a reason. Right. So, um, you know, best of luck. Um, expect Stephen Fitzgerald to, to have his say in the Pulaski County game and, ha- and expect Trayvon Faulkner to have his say in the, uh, you know, the Mercer County game. So should be um, some, some good competitive basketball. And then on Tuesday night, their championship. And their games are at Pulaski County. So Pulaski has a little bit of an advantage. They're playing at home. So, so now we're at the mountains, which is my turf. Um, yeah, I'm gonna let you take over for for here. Okay, if you got anything to say, it's fine. You, you can interrupt. But the 13th region, I guess Saturday was a packed house. My my buddy Mikey Hobbs was keeping me informed about all the comings and goings at Corbin Arena, and um, you know, as we predicted last week, not Central and Corbin met in the semifinals, and South Laurel and North Laurel met as well. So. He he thinks that the attendance was well over 4,000 in the building, and the building only seats like five. He said it was just, you know, wall-to-wall. People were everywhere. Well, so, I mean, you got to think about it. You've had North Laurel and South Laurel playing, mm-hmm. which is a rower game, and then Knox and Corbin, which we don't need to get into the details of it, but that's been a ridiculously great rivalry the last couple of years. Right. Corbin, Corbin and South Laurel prevailed. They're in the championship. Um, again, I'm not going to make any predictions, but I think it'll be a good game. And um, and just for student section's sake, as I as I usually say, I would like to see South Laurel because they also travel well and they're fun to watch. I think it'd be a great game. I haven't seen Corbin play this year. I have seen uh, we played South Laurel and they were really really good um, and they mm-hmm. play really hard. So I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they were able to get by Corbin. Um, I don't. I don't think there's really a favorite in that game. Would you think there's a favorite, or is it kind of even? I think it's kind of even. Um, I mean, Corbin is good, and everybody's talked about them all year long. But I think that South Laurel can do it, and, and um, do it easily enough. So. Well, I'm looking at I'm looking at the, their schedule, and and they played each other on December 12th at Corbin, yep. and Corbin won by six. Yeah. So and they played so that, again at South Laurel on the 23rd of January. And South Laurel won by 13. So they split in the season. So they Anybody's split. game. Well, I take that away. They played again. They're in the same oh. district. And Corbin got them in the district championship by eight mm. just a week ago. So, I mean, round four, you know, who's it going to be? It's going to be crazy. It's going to be whichever kids show up. That's what yeah. it's going to be. Um, yeah. 14th region, Cordia, top hazard. It seemed like it was a – Pretty easy victory, double digits. Um, Estill edged out Wolf by nine. Knott County beat um, Breathitt County. 
And it seemed like it was with ease because the score was 53 to 35. No, no real struggle there. Um, they played Perry County in the semifinals. Perry County had beat my buddy Dave Fraley in Powell County. Yeah. Just couldn't, just couldn't get it done this year. Um, no knock on them. They were a good team and that, you know, he had those boys working hard. So I, I don't have any real predictions as far as like your final, your final game goes, but most likely you're looking at Cordia and, you know, Perry County playing. So. Really? You don't think it'll be Cordia not? You know, Perry County just playing so good right now. Phew. Man, that Perry County not County game, I think it'll be a pretty good game. I, th- I think it will be a good game, but I, I really just think Perry County's got the edge. Now, now for attendance, for attendance sake, though, Cordia oh versus Knox County. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a, I'm a little nerdier than you. I think everybody's realized that by now. Um, we'll move along to the 15th. Belfry upset Shelby Valley, kind of in like it was a whirlwind of emotions from Shelby Valley. There were some random technical fouls called on Valley like four in a row. It was crazy. I can't Whoa. really explain, I can't really explain what went on, but but Coach Hicks was just um, fired up and the kids were fired up and it just like quick whistles left and right. But Belfry, I'm not knocking what they did because they fought hard for their wins. Um, and I, and I think it's weird to be saying the name Belfry during the postseason of basketball. You know, normally they're a powerhouse in football, so maybe they're maybe they're ready to make some noise in other sports. And I think I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, they we I, I don't know much about Belfry basketball. I'm not going to lie yeah. and say that I do. So, well, it's because you they've really mm-hmm. never been there until now. Right. Um, Johnson Central beat Prestonsburg. Uh, they got they got a pretty big lead in the first half, and then you know some subbing occurred. And Prestonsburg, congrats to them because they just did not give up. Coach Gearhart really just coached his fans off the whole game, and he cut the lead. There was like a thirty-something point lead, and he cut it to eight. And you know, Coach McKenzie had to put his starters back in, and you know they had to battle it out to, to get the win to get to the semifinals against Prestonsburg that day. So. It turned out being a pretty good game just because Coach Gearhart really had his kids buying in and they were just there to make some noise. Um, I'm surprised. I think a lot of people were surprised at how well they played, and that's not a knock on them. I think that you'll you'll hear some noise from Prestonsburg in the next couple of years. Okay. Uh, well, that's good. You know, I mean, obviously we know you 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 know because you're you're the 15th region guru. I am. Um, Pikeville and Pike County Central, they played. Pikeville got the win. Um, I think Pikeville was pretty much the favorite going into the 15th region, so nobody's really surprised about that. But mm-hmm. we have we have a dark horse in the 15th region in Paintsville because they beat um, Floyd Central, who was – if you weren't saying Pikeville, I think you were, you were saying Floyd Central in the 15th well, region. I think I heard, obviously, throughout the, the, the year, last year, Pikeville, obviously, you know, we talked about them winning it last year. Right. Um, I think they came in as a prohibitive favorite. They had a lot of those guys back. Um, but after that, I heard a lot about Floyd Central. I really yeah. did. You know, I, I saw them play this summer, and obviously that was their first time doing anything. So right. it wasn't like they were where, where they were going to be. But, you know, all year long, you know, people in that area talked to Floyd Central, might as well be probably well around. Floyd Central mm-hmm. might as well be probably well Well, you know, good for paint. So, but, I, but I've said this before, and, and I know you say it too, but you, you're, you're a Johnson Central person. So, mm-hmm. But you never count them out. 
you just never you never count Johnson Central out. So even though Pikeville was probably the favorite, I think mm-hmm. Boyd Central and Johnson Central were right there on the outside looking in. Right. Um, right there where they could make a run for it. And now, but Painfield, you know, Painfield made a statement when they played they did. on the opening round. They won by 12, and I think everybody had kind of counted them out. But let me tell you something. Landon Sloan is a young coach. He's got these kids working hard. It's a young team. But Landon kind of has that been-there mentality. He played in the state tournament when he was in high school. You know, he just mm-hmm. he's a competitor. So, I, you know, it's hard for me to give an attaboy to Paintsville simply because I work and coach at Johnson Central. But, man, I think the region should kind of be scared for the next couple of years because I think you're going to hear a lot of out of this team. You may even hear a lot out of this team this, this year. Um, let, me, let me ask you something. Yeah. Paintsville and Pikeville play, right? Mm-hmm. How about we just tell the kids to stay at home and we let Landon Sloan and Elijah Justice, the coaches, play one-on-one? Just one-on-one. Let's see who wins. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm for that. That would be, you know, I think both of them still play. That might be a pretty good game to watch. <laughs> good Lord, um, can you imagine they'd be coming out of the woodwork for that? You could have you could have um, two officials, you know, Boer, who is Elijah's coach, and you could have Bill Mike as the other one. Let's let them go. Oh, that that would be awesome. Maybe that's something we need to like make happen for charity or something. But Bill anyway, Mike's too busy trying to be the mayor. So go ahead. <laughs> um, there's really no way to predict who's going to end up in the finals because you have got Belfry who's playing phenomenally, and Johnson Central who who meet tomorrow. Of course, Monday night at six thirty, and then Pikeville and Paintsville are the are the nightcap that same night. I don't know who's going to win, and I've watched these teams all year long. It just Again, one of those moments where it's whoever shows up. Um, it's been the craziest season in the 15th region. Everybody's traded wins and losses, but it, it's been good. Even though I think your talent level overall is probably a little bit down, it's been good parity and good competition. Right. Um, and finally, we're to the 16th region. Uh, Ashland and Boyd County are still alive. They mm-hmm. Ashland beat Morgan County in the first round. Um, and that was a last-second shot. It was, yes. And uh, Raceland beat Bath County. The score was close, though. It looked like Bath County was, you know, giving them a go. Uh, they made it to overtime, but just kind of fell short to Raceland. Right. So, mm-hmm. so Raceland and Blazer will meet in the uh, semifinals. Boyd County took down Elliott County, um, which was also a close game, 59 right. to 55. Um, Round County and Lewis County played and Round County won, so you've got Boyd County meeting Round County in the semifinals. I think you're looking at Ashland and Boyd again in the finals, I, like we talked about. I think I think that's the easy pick. I do want to say some things though. Um Okay. Raceland has really impressed me this year because they won the all A sixteenth region, they beat Bath County there, you know, in the finals of that early right. in the season. And they turn around and they beat Bath County again mm-hmm. in, you know, that um First round of the region. I mean, what Bob Trimble's done there this year is awesome. I, I think you know absolutely. You know, I think Ashland is um, probably the favorite, mm-hmm. but Raceland could come through. Surprised? Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. I mean, and then at the bottom, you know, Round County, they were a four seed in their district. Mm-hmm. But hey, just- coach. Coach Zacker has been to the state championship game before. Mm-hmm. You never count that guy out. I think Ashland and Boyd County, though, 
be the fifth time they played. Well, Rice is another one of those schools that are just for for years they've just been football, and now mm-hmm. it's just unusual to be hearing about them in basketball. I, I like it. It's a small school. It's a pretty it, it small is. school. So, mm-hmm. um, but you know, it's a good community. They they really get around their athletics. You know, their football games. I know that them and Paintsville have had some battles of football. You know, oh, they're yeah. always they're always deep in the football playoffs. So. They really turn out a lot, so I'm sure it'll be packed in Moorhead um, for that. That that's been a good tournament so far, and I, like I said, I think Ashland and Boyd is your easy pick, but I wouldn't count out Race Winner or Round County either. I mean, right. it's, it's another one of those that could really be anybody. Yeah. And uh, and Ashland and Boyd have played how many times this season? Four, already four. Four, yeah. So that would be their fifth. Their they fifth. Played two, they played two regular season games. They played yeah. in the finals of the AIT, mm-hmm. and they played in the finals of the district tournament. So this would be game number five if they were both to move on and play in the finals of the region. That would just be crazy. I told you I'm robbing the bank in Ashland. Because <laughs> everybody will be at the, at the tournament. <laughs> That's right. Um. Well, I think well, we've covered 1 through 16. Do you have anything oh, else? Yeah. I do. I, I want to talk about, you know, we talk about the things that bother me sometimes. But mm-hmm. this isn't necessarily something that's bothering me. But it's just something I want to point out. I've okay. seen a lot this week um, in person and around the state. Um, guys, listen, I know it's it's that time of year where seasons and careers and everything ends. Mm-hmm. Um, but these officials have been getting – destroyed by people yeah i mean some of it's some of it's funny and it makes me laugh and um you know we go out of, we talk about how we go out of region for officials so these officials they aren't from your region they don't have any like any dog in a fight per se you know it's not like right. these are it, it, you're not getting some guy from next door that's you know repping your game um mm-hmm. you know I, i'll be the first one to say i don't i refs make bad calls and i've seen plenty of bad calls and calls that they miss i get it well, and while I witnessed four technicals right in a row in that Shelby Valley Belfry game, I don't think that that guy had any kind of agenda. I think he just felt like he needed to call four technicals. And mm-hmm. and well, whether that was the right thing to do or not, and it, and it wasn't, I still don't think he had any kind of like ill intent, like he wanted Valley to lose for any reason, because he came yeah, from different regions. So. Just, you know, we just got to remember, you know, and, and I'm going to tell you right now, I, as a coach, I've yelled at an official, I've said plenty of negative things about officials during the game, after the game, in private, in public. You know, I've, I've been on on um, losing ends of calls. I've been on, on on the bad side and the good side of bad calls. You know what I mean? John, is, had, John is no angel, people. He, he really no, is not. I can't say the things I really want to say because if I did, I would lose my job. And <laughs> nobody would – they would, you would probably lose your job for a Sunday with me. Um, but, uh, no, I just, you know – Remember, just just a reminder that coaches coach, players play, and officials officiate. So be a fan. Um, and spectate. Yeah, you know. I mean, I know it's a tough time because people go home. I get it. Careers end and seasons end. Like I, I understand that. And and you know, just remember, everybody out there is human. Um, so let's the try ball goes to flat remember for everybody that. eventually. That's right. It does. That's right. You so, have, you have um, to be able to accept it. So let's just remember that this week as it gets down to crunch time. That I wouldn't want to be an official in a basketball postseason. I've called softball postseasons, and they're they're high pressure enough. I just as seriously as as people take basketball in this state, I don't think I'd want to be that guy. So props yeah. to them for being that guy. 
got to have some thick skin. Yeah. So about so, your boy who is big time and been in how many regions now? How's he, how's four, he doing? Four this four. year. How's he doing this, this postseason? As, uh, to hear him tell it, he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Um, oh, good. He's still ref, and I believe he's got a final. So well, he must be doing something right. Yeah, he must be doing pretty good. Four you regions know, he's, of um, games. Yeah. He's, he, he listens to our podcast. You know, he does college, too, so he, he'll go on these road trips, and he'll pop our podcast in with him to listen. So I think he feels like when he's driving down the road with his referee partners and we mention him, it makes him feel like he's special. You are so. special, buddy. Four regions and college, you keep doing you. Yeah, he's a big time, all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's just well, crazy that next ahead. week, next week we'll be talking about the final sixteen teams, the Sweet Sixteen. It's true, but I think that we need to go. Like, I mean, the the state tournament is set for girls basketball, so I'm going to yeah, run yeah, through. Yeah. I'm going to run through who versus whom in the state tournament this upcoming mm-hmm. week. Um, First, I'll be in attendance. I'll I will be in attendance at NKU at some point. Probably I don't know exactly the date, but I'll be there. So if you see us, if you see me, come tell me how much I'm wrong on the podcast because I will come right back at you. Well, just, listen, just, just know that <laughs> Johnson Central's girls have shocked the world this year because they really Shelby Valley was the favorite out of the 15th region, and I don't right. know. Right. Well, they won. Did they win all A state? Shelby yes. Valley? Okay. Hey. I I don't know like I don't know a lot about every region, but I just know what I mm-hmm. saw. And Johnson mm-hmm. Central really should not have made it this far, and they did. <laughs> so so they got to go to the state tournament. Um, actually, my iPad just died, so let me pull. The I, got it. I got the, I got I got the record okay, right here. Okay, so just read through who plays whom. I know that Johnson Central plays that very first Johnson game. Johnson Central will will play the first game, and then they play Owensboro Catholic, and yeah. Owensboro Catholic. Um, has, they're they're a, a team that gets to the state tournament a lot. They they've had a good they've had a good, good um, girls pro, squad. program. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the game that just sticks out to me is that second. Um, well, it's the second game on the bracket, but they play it at six thirty. It'd be the opening game of the night session. You got Murray, the All A state champion, against Mercer. Mercer kind of the defending overall state champion from last year. So right. Um, that and Mercer, is, that, Mercer has a great girls program. They they have well, so does Murray. I mean, yeah. Murray is thirty two and two right now. Wow. Okay, and won a won an all A state championship. And Mercer is thirty two and three. So you know this is like a semi a state semifinal type matchup, and they're going to play in the first round of the girls state tournament. So um, that should be a really good one. And then in the bottom part of that bracket, you've got George Rogers Clark. And Harlan County, and obviously, you know, I know a little bit more about George Rogers Clark. That's where I, where I work at. Um, mm-hmm. They up, they upset Campbell County girls in the semifinals of that um, regional tournament. And Campbell County was a top three or four team all year. And Clark had, they had a good year. They were top ten most of the year, so it was two really yeah. good teams. But but Campbell had popped them pretty good early in the year, so um, Clark was able to get by them, and then they ended up winning the region. And then they play Harlan County, who has Blair Green, who is probably a top one or two player for Miss Basketball. She's going to she's, UK. She's um, up there for sure. Yeah. And obviously I, I have – I know Coach Graham really well, Clark County's coach. I know Jill Harris, who's an assistant at um, Harlan County, really yeah. well. So um, 
you know, it, it's hard. To, I don't want to see either one of those teams go out because I know right. I, I was talking to Jill today, and she was just talking about, you know, that feeling of winning the regional tournament. There's nothing like it, um, you know, when you work so hard as a player and a coach to get there and you get that feeling. It's it's awesome. So that should be a good game. Um, but Jill does just, a great job. I think she'll end up a head coach at a good program before too long. She it's, might it's end up a head coach there, you know, well, because Blair, Blair's mom is the coach at Harlan, so you don't know if she's going to hang him up because, you know, she wants to be able to watch her daughter play. So right. maybe maybe Jill, I don't know. I'm not saying that because I know. I'm just saying that. I'm know, just saying speaking. she's got the skills and, and capability of being a head coach at, definitely, at a good program. Definitely. So. Um, I don't want to, like, have to root against either one of those teams because I know mm-hmm. how much it means to Jill. But in the in the <laughs> grand scheme of things, I want to keep my job. So, <laughs> obviously, I'll, I'll be there for that game. So, I'll be supporting Our Lady Cardinals um, and Coach Graham. So, his son plays for us. So, Good luck both ways. And then you got Elizabethtown and Bowling Green, which is an interesting game to me. Bowling Green um, was – they won the fourth region. They beat South Warren in the finals, and that was mm-hmm. the fourth time they had played. And Bowling Green won by eight and went on a 22-1 to run to end the game. And wow. they had beat South, – South Warren was 31-3 and coming in and had beaten Bowling Green, um, you know, pretty, pretty handedly most of the year. So that was a big win um, for Bowling Green. Um, and then you get down to the bottom part of the bracket, and you've got Ryle and Simon Kenton. Um, I don't really know much about either one of those teams, but, you know, Simon Kenton's been there, I know, um, a ton. But two Northern Kentucky teams that play right. each other. And you got Mercy out of Louisville, which is an all-girls school, and mm-hmm. not County Central. Mercy is uh, usually a name you hear around girls. They won the state tournament so. a couple years ago, mm-hmm. you know, so um, they're a good program. Then you got Boyd County and Webster County. Mm-hmm. and Scott County and Manuel. So Manuel upset Sacred Heart. We talked about Sacred Heart was another team that had been one of the top two or three teams in the state all year long. And in Scott County, I got to see them play a couple times this year. Their girls program is really, really good. They um, they beat my buddy Joey Thacker in Franklin County in the finals with the 11th region. Yeah. Um, so, that you know, that's that's your matchups. Um, if you haven't ever been to the girls' state tournament, I enjoy it every year. It's really competitive, high-quality high basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy going. Um, to see the to see the games. So, well, I'm, I mean, I think it'll be some great matchups. I don't think there's any really one-sided draws. Um, um, I think the Murray Mercer County game in the first round is a, a, a must-watch. So. Yes, for sure. And uh, you know, I just I don't ever get to get up there to get to the girls' tournament, so I'm really looking forward to it moving to Rupp. It's a little closer for me, and I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping I can start traveling to to see it because I know that I know that it's good. So. Mm-hmm. It is. It's fun. I enjoy going. I, I like yeah. it. I liked it a little bit more, obviously, when when it was at it Western. Was, when it was at WKU, but it gave me yeah. an excuse to go. Um, I mean, you went there. You're, you're a huge yeah. homer, so you're darn right, I am. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's so that's coming up this week, and then Mike, you know. Now, did you say that we're going to go on Cameron's? Are we going to do this on Cameron's show, or what's going on with that? Cameron Cameron says, Cameron Mills says that we can come on Cameron Mills Radio the Sunday before the Boys State Tournament and talk about, you know, who's playing who, the matchups, all that good stuff. We'll just kind of give, mm-hmm. like, a state tournament preview. And I've also talked to – today I talked to Joe Angolia, who's kind of over, like, technology with the KHSA. He, he mm-hmm. He does the media passes and all that good stuff, and and I asked permission today if we could go live during halftime of every boys game and even do our podcast 
you know, at the end of every day, you know, we could we could record a short like twenty or thirty minute recap of the day if you mm-hmm. wanted to. I've been given permission to do those things, so I think that we're going to have some really great coverage of the state tournament. I think it's just going to be awesome. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And like I said before, if you see us, come say something to us. Come yeah. speak to us. Say something nice, though. I mean, to no, I don't either. care what you say. You can say something mean <laughs> to me. I'm going to come back at you. I don't really care. So That's what I'm saying, though. Like, we're both rude, so it wouldn't be really awesome. You're nicer, to but you, you're nicer than me. Oh, you just, you're just saying that. That's not true. No, it's, it is true. Well, I have feelings and you don't. That's the only difference. It's just overrated. Anyway. <laughs> I think, that, um, I think that's it. I mean, unless that's you all I got. Uh, I just in the normal um, you know, to the group, my group, my group message guys. Um, yeah. They were disappointed that it wasn't. You know, they were on the uh, last week about it being posted. So um, hopefully we have this one up and and, and you know a quick timely amount of time. Yeah, yeah. timely matter this week. Um, good luck to everyone. Um, mm-hmm. To anybody whose season is over, you know. Make sure that you use however your season ended to fuel you for next year. Yep. I've seen crazy things happen. So um, just because your season might have ended prematurely or before you wanted it to, that doesn't mean, you know, that you hang your head. Because high school basketball, even if you are undefeated winning the state championship or if you don't win a game and you get beat in the first round of this tournament, it's an experience, I think, that Kentucky boys and girls and, and kids grow up and they remember their, their high school basketball experience their whole life. Yeah. Um, and they talk about something from that because it's just different in Kentucky, which we've discussed before. But um, so just, you know, come out to the state tournament, go to the girls' state tournament, go to the boys' state tournament. It's a great, great time. It's it's a great atmosphere. I, I love it. I love seeing people that I haven't seen all year, every year down there, you know, at the high um, or there at the games and the concourse. So. And keep keep sending us information. You know, John and I can't be at every finals. If you have a video of a game-winning shot, please, by all means, I love those. Mm-hmm. Um, would love to share them. I want to give a shout-out to Mikey Hobbs for keeping me informed of the 13th region. And thanks to everybody that was so worried that the podcast wasn't up on Monday that they were, like, claiming me with messages. That was really mm-hmm. cool. I'm not being I'm not being a jerk about this. That was awesome that that many people cared about it. So keep listening, and, and we'll get it up as soon as we possibly can. That's um, right. Yeah. All right. Um, if that's it, John, we're done. That's all I got. Okay. Best of luck. Good luck to everyone. Yeah, good luck. We'll see you at the week 16. That's right.